Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is April the 16th, 2022. The title of today's podcast is There is No External Authority. And this is podcast number 85. Beginning now. The world is about the outside in. Masters are about the inside out. In the physical Reality is never as good as the fantasy. In spirituality, the fantasy is never as good as the reality. The important thing that people don't realize is that there is no external authority. There's only an internal authority that you are either aware of or that you are not. Yes, there is an absolute version of what is sacred. God is so magnificent that you don't need to look outside to find it. People look for it all over the place. But actually, the one place most important to find it is within yourself. All evil among humans is merely a disconnection from your inner authority. This is why people feel inspired to close their eyes to fully appreciate the natural beauty around them. And when they find an idyllic spot in nature, it reminds them of the beauty that exists within. Regarding myself personally, I submit or surrender to none. In fact, I regard it impossible to surrender to the absolute because it does not seek anyone's surrender. To surrender to anything will always be less than living in communion symbiosis with the absolute. And how do I know this? Because I've not yet met any empowered or entertained individual that is living in a state of perpetual surrender. I define surrender as, quote, giving up, unquote, submitting or acknowledging some form of defeat. The only problem to solve with your mind is the misconceptions you have about who you are. All false ego is, is identification with being a limited individual with a limited mind. The ultimate lifestyle is when you acknowledge you are a limitless individual with a limitless mind. And this is only possible via your personal connection with the Absolute. And that concludes the written portion of today's podcast. And we're going to go into a bit of a deep dive on that. Let's see how much time we got left here. Oh, that was pretty quick. It's only been about three minutes so far. So there is no external authority. Now, I know that this is probably pretty controversial, especially if you're coming from pretty much any kind of of religious background because for 
most religions, in fact, I can't really think of any religion where this is not the case, they regard that there is a central deity or God that exists, but it is portrayed as being something outside of you. And the fact of the matter is that you have this ultimate potential within you that it's only through going within yourself, whether it be via some form of meditation, whether you call it dhyana or dairana, which is a form of concentration, even prayer can be used in this purpose. But the point is, is that what you're doing is you're connecting with something inside of you. And when you regard external something external as being God and you're, and you're distancing yourself and you're creating that distance between the individual and the absolute, you're actually becoming more distant from your creator. The more you develop a deep personal relationship that you can feel on the inside, that is the ultimate authority. Now, of course, in this context, when we say there is no external authority, we're not referring, of course, to worldly authority and the laws and governments that exist, but we're talking about the spiritual path and what your true identity is as an individual, because the more authentic that you are yourself, the more natural, the more true you are to your own nature, the more connected you also are with the absolute. And so really the challenge becomes, how do you just get rid of the parts, or, no, maybe get rid of is, is a bad word. Let's just say, how do we focus on the best part of us and not the worst part of us? How do we go from being a limited mind to being a limitless, to, well, to having a limited mind, to having a limitless mind. How do we go from having a limited conception of self to having a limitless conception of self? And this is very interesting because there's actually two different camps here. Because on the one hand, you've got various religions that typically regard God as being an external force, which you can have a personal relationship with. And I think that's the truest interpretation in terms of religion goes, because at least you're making it personal and you're not creating that separation. But on the other extreme, you have the non-dualist perspective where you say that there is no self, that you don't exist. And on the non-dualist camp, what that's about is removing the limitations in yourself to such a degree that there is no self at all. Because what their motive is, of course, is to get rid of the false ego, right? The part of you that identifies with being a, a painter or a dentist or a doctor or a mother or a father. And they're just trying to say, okay, you are not that. That's not the reality of the absolute. And, and from that perspective, yes, they are correct in that your truest nature isn't that limited ego, right? It is something else. But what I like to say is 
the non-dualists in particular are throwing the baby out with the bathwater. In other words, what they're doing is they're saying, hey, um, because limited mind is bad, all mind must be bad. Thus, we shouldn't be individuals anymore. We should try to surrender our individuality and just merge with some sort of collective consciousness or submit to some other authority in, on, on the cosmic scale. <clears throat> and on the one hand, I can see where there could be good intentions behind that. But when you just alter that, adjust, I should say, adjust that perspective a little bit slightly and regard that maybe the mind itself is not a bad idea, but it's your limited conception of the mind, your limited conception of yourself. If you regard yourself as limitless, then being an individual is not about a limitation because now you're about being a limitless individual. But just to return to the topic of there is no external authority, what does that mean? Well, that means that you, there's part of you within you, the best part of you, that is your judge, jury, and executioner. No one knows you better than you do. And so the more you distance yourself from the concept of, oh, I must do this because there's some God up there that's going to judge me someday. It's like, no, that's not how it works. I mean, perhaps in some reality that could be how it, how it works, but that's not the optimal. And from my opinion, in my personal opinion, <laughs> the, the optimal reality is not resting your eternal fate in the hands of some external force because the absolute is so powerful it pervades all and it knows you better than you know yourself but when we talk about absolute in this context we're not talking about the absolute as being an external force but an intimately internal one that not only connects you to you and empowers you, but it's something that connects you to everything else. It connects you. It helps to connect you through love to other individuals, to nature. There's this common thread of objective truth, absolute truth that goes throughout space and time throughout the physical universe, through every blade of grass and leaf on a tree, to every animal, to everything living and unliving, there is that essence of the absolute contained within it. So the closer you become to this, the closer and more in harmony you are with everything else. And instead of your life being suffering your life can become an endless celebration where every second of every day is sacred and that brings to another point too if you're coming from that perspective that every moment of every day is sacred do you have thoughts 
Will you have thoughts of committing a crime to harming somebody, to robbing a store, to breaking laws intentionally for your own benefit of, of the shell that you are wielding in this lifetime, which you're going to have to be giving up upon death anyway? I mean, people are accumulating wealth, and that's great. But what happens to that wealth when you die, right? It's only here for the temporary time that you're alive. But whereas when you have that higher relationship, that internal relationship with the absolute, that transcends physicality, it transcends death. It is it may sound crazy, but it's a path to immortality. Complete liberation from birth and death. How much time have we got left? Let's see here. <gasps> okay, we still got about seven minutes left. I tell you what, I've been busy. I was writing some other stuff. and Maybe I can cover it into this podcast. All right. The best part of you is the best part of me. And I covered that a little bit in another podcast. But what that means is that when you recognize that internal authority that in you is divine, you also recognize that that best part of you with the best attributes where you've got love and you have everything great about you that you appreciate, that also exists in everybody else. And so that way, when you see and recognize the best in others, we don't have to shoulder the flaws of others and take those things into ourselves. You can take whatever you see in others that you like and bring those same qualities to awaken within yourself. Because actually any good qualities, and we're talking about transcendent qualities that are of your divine nature, any of those qualities you see in others, any of these virtues, whether it be love, patience, kindness, resoluteness, etc., they already exist within yourself. And they're just waiting to be unlocked if they aren't already emerged. And so... There is no external authority. That's the beauty of this whole system. There's no God that needs to judge other people. At least if there is such a God, it is weaker than the absolute. How the system works is it's so perfect that each individual deep within them has the wisdom to judge themselves. And that may be controversial, but let's just go back here because there's something else. Let's see. So basically, it is all about choosing between limitation and limitlessness when it comes to your conception of self. To say that there is no limited self 
does not conflict with the concept of limitless self. However, to say that there is no limitless self would be to affirm the concept of a limited self. So thus I conclude that those that believe in no self, really what they mean is they believe in limitless self. And let's see, we have a few minutes left. But I'm going to be trying to do these podcasts more often. But in truth, what I do is when I get enough inspiration, then I do these podcasts. That's how it works. And if you may not know, right now I'm operating out of China on the other side of the world with 1.4 billion people here. And that's the beauty about the world is the world becomes smaller with technology. And this technology, this internet can be a wonderful thing because for the first time ever, knowledge that previously was attained only through being a student or an apprentice under a master that you could attain this. Now it's something possible for everyone to experience. Before you had waiting periods, you had to apply, you had to wait for a long time to see even if your application was accepted and there was only a limited amount of availability and many students were denied. And for the first time ever, now we can have knowledge like this for free. But the real question is, how much do you value it? Can you apply it into your own life? Because otherwise, it's only words. To be a master means mastering yourself. And there's only one person that can do that. And that is you. No one else can master yourself. Not your mother, not your father, not your best friend, not your teacher. Only you can do that. And that's beautiful because that is powerful. You have the power over your own life to make it great or not so great is entirely up to you. And I would love your comments and feedback. Feel free to comment on this video. You're also welcome to visit the social media websites linked at divinity.com. And it sounds like we're about to wrap things up. So just to leave you with one thing, love in your heart, and you will experience that bliss in your mind. It is inevitable because you are much more awesome than you think you are. <laughs> much, much more awesome. In fact, there is no thought form that can encapsulate how the expansive magnificence of what you are. It's not even possible. Anyway, this is Atma Bodha. Signing off, until next time, you have a good one. Bye-bye.